0: Politics without the soap opera with unfiltered constitutional conservative truth. The conservative review with Daniel Horowitz, And welcome back, fellow forgotten American patriots and taxpayers to the one and only conservative review podcast. This is Friday the 13th, and it actually is really the 13th. Zombie apocalypse is upon us, upon us all. Look, uh, if we're all going to be stuck in our homes for the next couple of weeks with crazy kids that need to be in school, who are now home driving us crazy, we may as well have something to do. So um, I want you guys to send these shows around to your friends and family. Look, if we're not going to be working, we may as well get the truth. Now, let me just say from the onset here that, you know, my areas of expertise I'm by no means an expert in infectious diseases. We'll try to bring on good guests next week. But therein lies the problem. Everyone who is not an
1: expert claims to be an expert and has so much to say about it. When when I'm just surveilling the landscape here,
0: surveying the landscape. The biblical verse, Hosea 1410, comes to mind. Very last verse in the book who is wise and will understand these discerning and will know them for the ways of the Lord are straight and the righteous shall walk in them and the rebellious shall stumble upon them. God gives us challenges in life. He gives us blessings in life. Everything's a blessing from him. And we're going to find that out in the next life. But ultimately, ultimately we have to trust in him. We, we Utilize the basic science and basic standards of living that we are given today to take basic precautions, use common sense. But beyond that, you put your trust in God. You take care of each other. And you walk in his ways. But the very tools that God created through which you could do so much good, the wicked will do bad. and. When I look at what's going on, I really think of social media and technology. There's so much good that could come out of it. I mean, think about it. In, in this era, imagine a, a lifetime where you're stuck in your home for who knows how many weeks and who knows how many people it's going to affect, and you don't have the internet versus now when you do. For example, let me just give you a good thing. With kids home from school, I know in my home state of Maryland, their home, uh, they're going to be home starting Monday yeah, for at least two weeks. We can actually get a taste of what homeschooling looks like. Hey, maybe we'll close the public schools forever, and my kids go to private school. But they they followed the public schools. It wasn't mandatory, but they didn't want to be you know the only ones on the hook, looking like they're not taking it seriously enough. So each person is out doing the other one's virtue signaling. Closing the schools, which, by the way, is stupid. It just is. I'm sorry. You know, I took this seriously from day one. But we should have closed our borders in early January. We wouldn't have kept that every last case, but it wouldn't have caused this much panic beyond what we had with, you know, the swine flu. With SARS and certainly not to something that is unprecedented in our entire history. The epidemic is not unprecedented. It's not surpassing the 1957. Yes, that was also China, come to think of it. The Asian flu, China, or the 1918 uh, flu epidemic. It's nowhere near that. We have 40 deaths in this country, roughly. I mean, it's hard to keep track, but roughly 40. 70% of them were in the Seattle area.
1: Very likely because of Chinese travel.
0: And, you know, obviously people that are sick, you keep them indoors, you secure the areas, you make sure everyone has access, you, you deregulate, you, you deal with the supply chain, which unfortunately is a long term thing we have to deal with. And we have long term policies in place to deal with the supply chain, as well as punishing the country that is the source of this, as well as not having so much travel and immigration from that country and forcing them to change their ways. That's what we should be talking
1: about. But instead, this tool that
0: could be used for so much good education, I guess I just stepped on my thought there. I didn't complete my thought. My point was that if you're home nowadays, there are so many resources you could use to educate your kids. Use it as a learning experience. Now it's gonna be very tough with people's work schedules I'm blessed to have a work schedule where, you know, I've I've my home office set up. I could do the show every day and I plan to certainly continue that. But a lot of people are going to have trouble with that. So, yeah, I mean, now it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Now that we created this much panic, now there's nothing you can do. You got to start buying what you can get. If you can, if you can get it because of of. You know, government going crazy. I'm not not worried about, you know, healthy individuals contracting this disease
1: and dying from it. What I am worried about
0: is just economically and logistically how long this is going to go on for. Now, again, I mean, I don't envision it going on that long. The numbers are not spreading that wildly. And, and, And remember, the... On a a positive note, you look at the list of countries by cases and deaths. And if you look at, I mean, America's open borders and it's, you know, the most travel into America and certainly from China. And you look at the size of America per capita, especially if you would take Washington state out of the equation. It's really up there is almost the best rate of return, I would say. Again, I don't want to downplay the problem, but it, it, it's something to be thankful for. I mean, certainly when you look at the smaller countries, obviously Italy is the worst in Europe, but you know even Spain and France, per their size, it's much worse. And again, all the cases so far have really been elderly in a nursing home, and, and that's where you need to address the problem. I, I still don't understand closing schools. We've never done that before. And it's just... the the death toll doesn't warrant that but nonetheless we have the internet is not shutting down that's the interesting thing like everything could shut down but you're in your home there's a lot you can do to educate your kids so that's something maybe you know we can do let me know what you're doing with your kids i know i'm kind of the spring chicken here with younger kids but we do have a younger audience as well let me know what you guys are doing But unfortunately, this technology has been used to spread terrible fear, because let me tell you something. There are two factors that you could take to the bank that if they weren't in place, we would not be where we are today and we wouldn't be worse off for it. Number one, if we wouldn't have social media, I am positive this would not have been worse. The market situation. Now, now it's not just the stock market. It's every market. It's it's our whole everything. Supermarkets wouldn't have been worse than it was in 2003 or 2009.
1: Okay, I am positive of that. I'm
0: also positive of the fact that if we would have a Democrat as president, we'd all be better off just simply because the media would have every incentive to say how strong the reaction is, how great it is. We're doing fine. Don't worry. And it would have its effect. I mean, it's the first time in my life I'm thinking, hey, you know, <laughs> if I could just get a Democrat as president for these few weeks and turn it back, of course, we'd be better off. I mean, that's how destructive this group think of social media and the, and, and the general media is. They are that shameless that they are willing to destroy everything. They will leave no stone unturned. They are like street fighters. They'll poke your eyes out. They'll bite. They'll do anything they can to get ahead. And this is just a broader reason of why we need a third movement, a third party in this country, because everything is just too caught up in the power struggle and the stakes are too high. It's a winner take all. You know, if you control government, you can do whatever you want. So therefore, we can't even agree and shake hands on what we should all agree on. There's nothing left that should be political about this. It's very clear we need to have a discussion about how to work with other countries diplomatically to punish and deter China in multiple ways. We've always been way behind on dealing with them. We need to stop outsourcing everything to them. That starts with our immigration policies. We need to really severely restrict immigration travel from there choke them off let's stop allowing them to hang us with the rope that they then sell us i'm not kidding my my father you know he does business through his work and chinese were contacting him they're like hey you know you should sell some products to you know uh in america they were trying to like
1: hit him up for that these guys think of everything
0: It's time we think like the Chinese back to them. And that's really the discussion we need. But once it is here in the here and now. No one has explained to me. What exactly this stimulus and throwing money is going to help. Again, you want to cut all the regulatory red tape. That prevents people from getting the access they need. You want to keep elderly people indoors. We're keeping everyone away now. So it is what it is. At this point, you just have to write it off. I'm saying, I understand when you have, I mean, I don't agree with it, but I understand the Keynesian urge when you had like the 2008 financial meltdown. So there was no faith in the financial markets. It it was a financial issue. This is a logistical issue. They created a fear of a pandemic. So money doesn't speak to that. I mean, even if you're a liberal. I don't understand what you know a payroll tax this or give people money, give people more food stamps, give people more Medicaid. I'm not sure what that's addressing if If you're creating a panic of a pandemic, it's a really unique circumstance. and once you've already made the decision to just shut everything down, you know, look, spend time with your family, your wife, homeschool
1: your kids. take some. Trips to the
0: woods and the mountains, maybe. Have some wholesome time with your kids. I mean, I don't know. I mean, write it off at this point. Now, yeah, that's going to leave a big hole in the economy, but that, 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 that's already there. But I think we all have confidence this is not spreading like wildfire this past week beyond what we thought it would have. Especially in America. And you would think that at this point you shut
1: everything down by hook or by crook. If you have the worst
0: economic shutdown from any epidemic by far in our two hundred you know forty year history, if we come away with a few hundred fatalities, I mean that's pretty
1: good. You know, as of now it's about forty forty one.
0: And then you survey the area, the situation after that. But then once it's over, it will come bouncing back. I'm not saying you're going to make everything up dollar for dollar. But again, the the economy is just as fundamentally strong as it was before. I understand this could trigger things. But it's all related to one thing. Once that goes away, it goes away. And then there's going to be a tremendous sub market created to fill the void that, that that left.
1: It's not like fundamentally there's a shortage of toilet paper.
0: You know, where we, we ran out of the materials or something. It's people over overbought. So I mean that's gonna over that that, that is gonna correct itself. I don't understand where this comes this comes from, but I want to just read the latest on that. But, but 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 first, just to um touch on this with the coronavirus deaths. Twenty so thirty-one of the forty-one deaths occurred in Washington State. 27 occurred in king county that's Seattle. so i can understand a certain level in king county washington where you're going to shut everything down but you take that out of the
1: equation it really is you know there were four deaths of all elderly in california very large state
0: you know you had uh A few in in some of the big states like New Jersey and Florida. You had one in some random states
1: like South Dakota. And, um, you know, the average age, they're almost everyone is a senior. No babies, no young people.
0: To shut down the schools, I mean, because that is going to have its effect. The the, the market is BS. I mean, we all know the stock market is BS. The minute this is over, this stuff is going to surge again. Okay? The stock market, it's no longer like it was in 1987. It's all BS because of social media and instant communication. Everything, it's, 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 it's just so volatile and it's meaningless.
1: So, you know, it'll go down 1,000, 2,000 points. And it'll go back up.
0: Today, I mean, it's it is kind of why it was up a lot. Now it's, I don't know, as of the recording, it's kind of up, what is it, up 185, which is very little as a percentage. But it's not down. I mean, that's how it is. But now when you shut school, I mean, I don't know how that works. We have it pretty good because most days I work from home, and my wife stopped working out of the house when we had our third kid we we're expecting our fourth gosh that's gonna be a trip you know we got a baby doing about a about
1: a month although she tends to be early boy that's gonna be interesting
0: now the kids will just be an emotional basket case when they're home together fighting for that long but i don't know what other people do i mean the entire state of maryland you had other states, Michigan, Ohio,
1: I think a few more, and everyone's trying to outbid
0: each other. Again, you have unique get-togethers. That's one thing. Even big get-togethers, like you know, professional sports games. But to shut down school, it, I, I just cannot see what justifies that. But again, this is how we use social media. For the bad, everything could be used for the good. It's used for the bad. This is truly a case where there's nothing to fear but fear itself. And again, I'm not. I'm not saying that it's not a problem. You know, I'm very big on this stuff. I was warning about the measles and mumps outbreak with illegal immigration, but then no one wanted to talk about it. And folks, isn't it kind of interesting? SARS in 2003, China; swine flu 2009, Mexico.
1: Wuhan virus. China. Last year, and it's still kind of going on, people forget about it, thousands dead, the Congo uh, Ebola outbreak. Where do we have the most immigration from and travel? Mexico and China. Where do we take the most refugees from? Congo. Congo, at
0: least in recent years. Again, I'm not I'm not saying it's the only source. I'm not saying it would have stopped all of it. But these are the things we need to talk about.
1: But instead, it's all this stimulus.
0: And no one's explaining. I I, I literally don't understand how it speaks to what's going on. I mean, you say like the financial markets, the economy is going down. Let's inject some capital into it. That's the Keynesian mentality. And I know we're all Keynesians now. We're all liberals. Fine. I get it. But this has nothing to do with anything. It's not like, hey, there were problems. If it's being engendered by a logistical problem of perception about an epidemic, the the money is not going to do anything to that. That's not the issue. They're shutting down school. They're shutting down work. you got to just ride that out. It is what it is at this point.
1: What do we have here? This is from CQ.
0: I'm just going to read it to you because it's very fluid. Treasury Secretary Mnuchin told CNBC he had spoken with Nancy Pelosi as well as Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy on Friday morning. Negotiations are going very well. This has been a bipartisan effort. I think we're very close to getting this done. Mnuchin added that he'd also spoken to President Trump, Vice President Pence, who was leading a coronavirus response task force over 10 times yesterday to go through the issues, get directions president's holding a press
1: conference at 3 p.m. in a couple hours.
0: Upon release, the revised bill is expected to get a House vote under suspension of the rules, which requires a two-thirds majority to pass. So what that means is that they're not going to have a debate. It's going to go through very quickly, and they expect basically everyone to fall in line. The fix is in.
1: And. Um,
0: Basically, they're asking for $50 billion in expanded Small Business Administration loan authority. Again, I I don't know what you're doing. Right now, no one's going to to work. I mean, everything's shutting down. I mean, at least wait until after the thing goes down to, to start thinking about this, even from a liberal perspective. The broad outlines of the legislation, HR 6201, would in addition to paid leave benefits and free uh, uh, coronavirus testing. See, that's another issue. I just want to point out, like, you can't get it. You have to have a physician do it. These are things you should be able to buy online. That's a whole nother thing. How everything is put behind a bar of this. I don't believe in this. I, I just, I'm not saying I don't believe in prescriptions at all that you need, but, but you know, we way. We we, we put things behind a prescription wall way too much. And then at the same time, we're all into meth and heroin and that stuff is awesome. If it causes societal rock gut, then, hey, let's just hand it out. But Something that's vital and should really be over the counter, you should purchase us online. That's the thing. People should be able to get access. Then the stuff would be how much money is this? Should the stuff be? It should it would be peanuts. That's what we need to move on to. We need to move on to a scenario where we are prepared through deregulation, that people could get this stuff for dollars. And then we don't need to be, saying, oh, you don't have to pay for the $15, $20. No, pay for the damn thing yourself. You don't want it to cost hundreds of dollars, but there's no reason it should. Explain unemployment insurance for furloughed workers. See, this is stupid because what you're doing is you're engendering it. You're, you're incentivizing people not to work then. Wait until it's done, and then if you feel people are in pain, then, then discuss that. Right now, the issue is getting the virus down, which is not, again, as I, as I pointed out, it's not like it's been that
1: big of a deal. I mean, measles was
0: extremely volatile. That easily got up to 1,000 cases last year. And that, you know, there were some people who died. Maybe it's not
1: quite the mortality rate. But that is extremely contagious. And, you know, they they shut it down. It took a few weeks. even, Even maybe two months.
0: Provide flexibility in child nutrition and food stamp funding, including a temporary waiver of Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program work requirements and help states and territories meet their medicaid requirements i mean it always turns into it's funny like any bill the democrats do it has these components in it but republicans are scared they don't want to be outbid so look if this is the case you know what i put out on twitter today just spend just right off off the bat just pass a bill spending 500 billion a, a trillion see money doesn't matter anymore anyway it's all free right we don't we don't care about the debt And this is the thing, they're double and triple dipping. We have record funding for all these agencies five times over. You would think at least it would be there for this type of thing. And then we don't have
1: money. So then what are we spending it on?
0: That's the problem. Everything we spend on is not for the whole of the people, for the whole of the public. It's all means tested, means tested, means tested. Then we don't have money left for the things that truly should be universal. You know, that's what it is. So rather than having this humiliating thing of out, getting outbid by the Democrats, just go go for the gold, say a trillion dollars, just throw money at it. Then you have Trump pushing a payroll tax cut. Now, look, I'll tell you my view on the payroll tax cut. Obviously, I don't believe in stimulus that somehow you, you, you know, do that. And it's going to stimulate anything. Again, it's stupid because if people can't go to work, they can't go to work. Once they can go back to work, there's going to be a clamor to go back to work without the payroll tax cut. The market is going to need to fill that gap and catch up from it. I mean, it makes no sense. Again, it's not a matter of things are going down. The economy is going down. Things are shutting down. You know, economically, it's, it's from a health concern. So the minute that goes away, you're back to where you are. It just doesn't make any sense. You're not you're not addressing the issue. It has nothing to do with anything, but nonetheless, I'm a little bit torn because I'm at the point already where I don't care. No one cares about debt. No one's ever going to do anything about it. They keep spending and spending. So at this point, you know what? If they're going to spend money on every damn thing for means tested and welfare and this and that and Democrat pet projects and creating more bureaucracies, you know what? You know what? Cut the payroll tax then. At least get all all workers, all of us will, you know, again, if they're going to go into debt, at least let's keep some of our own money. In addition to them spending it on stupid things. So I don't fundamentally agree with the mentality that Trump is buying into with it. But at this point, whatever, we may as well get ours. Mnuchin and Pelosi have both said that they are ready to start working on a third legislative package under the current bill and the earlier $8.3 billion Supplemental Appropriation Law to respond to immediate public health needs. Pelosi didn't specify what would be in it, but she said it will include items she and Mnuchin couldn't agree on this time. So there's going to be another package, too. I mean, this whole notion that government could just throw money, you know, everything that goes on. Soon we're going to have like legislation if. Uh, you know, one sports team keeps losing to another. We're going to have, like, I don't know, a uh, uh, Cleveland Browns uh, legislation, a Cleveland Browns package. Certain things just aren't political. And again, at least if we're going to give the Democrats everything they want, which it appears that we're headed in that direction, and spend up the wazoo on welfare that has nothing to do with this, at least let's de- demand, all right. You know, hey, Democrats, we'll give you what you want on that, but didn't get something in return that actually speaks long term to our systemic vulnerability to China. Both on the immigration angle, you know, let's say, hey, what? So so we're going to have three. I don't know how many uh, hundreds of thousands, but we have hundreds of thousands, um, you know, at least 400,000 Chinese foreign students in America. I don't know how many travel back each each semester, but. Really, I mean, we're gonna have next semester, they're all gonna travel back home and come back to America? At least shut that down. I mean, at least deal with the source of the
1: problem. We need a China package. Deal with the supply chain.
0: And, and have policies in place where in early January, we should have immediately shut off everything from China. We should not have allowed the foreign students to come back. And we should have worked very early on with Europe to pressure them to join us. Because now we have the secondary problem, obviously. This is um, David Vance, put this out on Twitter. He shows a map. You could uh, look at his uh, Twitter feed, at DVATW. Many Italians in Northern Ili- I- Italy sold their le- leather goods and textile companies to China. Italy then allowed 100,000 Chinese from Wuhan, Wenzoi, to move to Italy to work in these factories with direct Wuhan flights. Result: Northern Italy, Italy is Europe's hotspot for Wuhan Corona coronavirus. And it, and it's true. You look. It's actually. It's not in the boot of Italy. It's all in the north.
1: I mean, almost all. That's where
0: it comes from. I mean, again, once it's brought in, it's brought in. And folks, to this day. I have it, I mean, unless something has changed over the last 12 hours, I have it from my sources at CBP, we have not turned people back from the border, like, dude, we're not doing this bogus asylum business, no. I mean, if you're part of Return to Mexico or the Central Americans, then yes. But you could even be from China and we'll
1: bring you in. So that's the story. And again,
0: I don't know what they want. It's like this group mentality. Um, you know, this is whatever. When Rush Limbaugh used to be good, he had these montages of the media back in. Uh, remember when Bush was running? What was it? It was one of Russia's famous Paul Shanklin parodies in 2000 or 1999. And the media all honed in on this one word gravitas. Uh, you know, Bush, Bush is is lacking gravitas, doesn't have gravitas. He needed to put Cheney on the ticket to get gravitas. So it's testing, testing, everything. We need testing. What are you testing? I mean, there's nothing to test. Obviously, we're long past the point where
1: anyone who feels sick is going to stay home. Because right now everyone's staying home. In a lot of states. So, you know, that's the thing. And
0: these very same vermin, I I resented. When we were talking about shutting off, they're like, how dare you do that? That's racist to shut off uh, immigration and travel. And also, it's going to cause so much chaos. Well, now we're shutting off our domestic daily lives, school, work for, for domestically.
1: What do they say about an ounce of prevention? That's what we need to be focused on. At this point, there's not much
0: to do that the healthcare professionals aren't doing. And again, unless this changes the next few days, the spiral of the last 72 hours is not reflected in the numbers. It's reflected in our our economic reaction to it. But in terms of the numbers, they're doing a, a,
1: a reasonably good job, the healthcare professionals. And may God guide
0: them to shut this down. So that's what it mainly is at this point. But if you're going to pass a China package, a, a, a coronavirus package, well, then it's time to pass a China package. They lied. They manipulated. It's time to sanction them. It's time to work with the European countries, with our allies in Latin America, other Asian allies, Singapore, Korea. Let's crush them. Crush the bastards.
1: They're the problem. They are the problem. It's like, it's unbelievable. The same universities that are shutting
0: down now, like, dude, we're done. We're done. We, we, we don't want to spread it. And okay, fine. You know, OK, online classes. Heck, maybe we could save money on tuition, have online classes all the time. I mean that's that's going to be the joke about this. The kids in the public schools. See, everyone's talking about the economic devastation of not working, and certainly we're going to see that. Are we going to see an education devastation? No. Heck, my kids go to private school, but private school is like public school these days. And
1: uh, I doubt they're going to miss much.
0: But the amazing thing is, at the university level, these were the same people who see no evil, hear no evil. At the beginning of the outbreak. They didn't even stop the Chinese students from coming back from the Wuhan province, much less the rest of China. What a joke. And now someone's like, oh, it's terrible. Got to shut it down. This is the typical liberal thing. They don't do the common sense. And then they flip to like fascism.
1: This is not a coronavirus. This is the communist virus. This is Kung Flu. Just like they said H1N1. No, it's the Mexican swine flu. So this is the Kung Flu. The Kami Corona. That's what we need to go after. Here's the reality.
0: No one knew this better, ironically, than the famous Chinese philosopher Sun Tzu. Quote: The opportunity to secure ourselves against defeat lies in our Hands, but the opportunity of defeating the enemy is provided by the enemy himself.
1: See, we need to think for ourselves along the first clause secure ourselves, be prepared,
0: sovereignty, deregulation of healthcare. But the opportunity to defeating the enemy that's what the Chinese think of. They look at the ways we defeat ourselves. We open our, our universities and, and worker visas, and the two flow into each other, obviously, to China. They come here. They set up shop. They get all our stuff. They steal espionage, trade secrets, go back there. That creates a whole unnatural flow of cheap labor for then American companies to then go there. They, then they have us held hostage. Then they, they're, they're the source of almost every major outbreak. They infect the countries through their endless foreign nationals traveling. And then they're the ones holding all the tools. And they're like, hey, we'll come sell it to you. It's time we reverse that. It's time we take our destiny in our own hands and we exploit
1: the vulnerabilities of them. That's what we need to be doing. That
0: is true leadership. That's what I want to see. Are we going to continue having 400,000 Chinese foreign students travel back? Because remember, those are the ones that are going to travel back more than other you know, long-term worker visas. Are we really not going to
1: look at that one bit? I guess we're not. That's where we are in this wretched political system we have. Now let me just read to you
0: what we have here just really embodying the long-term problem we have that of course nobody in Congress is going to address in this clamor to quote do something. It's always about doing something. It's funny Everything they're doing is what we shouldn't be doing and what we should be doing. They didn't do when it actually mattered both to stop this iteration or at least limit it with travel. And then, of course.
1: Um, you know. What they what they ultimately don't want to do in the long run.
0: It's funny, the answer to everything is always what? Spend more money and more immigration. I mean, they're literally saying that. The Democrats are out there saying we need more immigration now. We need more illegal immigration. Don't hold them in ICE facilities. Oh, and then jailbreak too. It's funny that that comes around too. They're saying, oh, well, you have to get let people out of the jails. Oh my gosh, you can't make this stuff up. And Republicans just say how high. They are allowed to drive the narrative. And look, you know, Trump's going to feel the pressure and... He's going to give them what they want. And I already see see that as happening. But at least get something for it. So here's the thing. Fox News had an article out. Fox.com. China hints at denying Americans life-saving coronavirus drugs. Now that the number of people infected with the coronavirus in China is slowing down, the country's communist party is ratcheting up threats against the West, with a particularly nasty warning about access to life-saving drugs aimed at the U.S. In an article in in and Zinua, the state-run media agency that's largely considered the mouthpiece of the party. Beijing bragged about its handling of coronavirus. Um And what else? Then they claimed that China could impose pharmaceutical export controls, which would plunge America into the mighty sea of coronavirus. The, 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 the disturbing threats made... During a global pandemic, as well as the scary consequences, if that threat becomes a real highlight, a reality highlights just how tight China's grip is on the global supply chain. Already, the FDA has announced the first drug shortage related to the coronavirus, though it did not disclose which drug was in short supply. Um, yeah, I mean, this
1: is this is the issue. This is the issue. and. If, if we don't deal with it, then it's like, I mean, this is what it is every time. The firefighters, the, I mean, the arsonists become the firefighters. We got to understand their mentality. We got to understand this. I
0: want to end off with one other article here that I think is worth sharing. And it's kind of ironic because, you know, we all make fun of National Review as like kind of like a weak-kneed Republican establishment. But Rich Lowry, over the years, he's the editor. He's actually, interestingly enough, um, he
1: actually is truly, truly
0: on our side on many, many issues. Again, I don't know the story there. Why there's all sorts of writers, but at least he personally he actually wrote an interesting article on coronavirus. The nationalists aren't nationalists enough, and I agree with most of what he said. Meaning, the, there is one criticism we do have of Trump, but it's the criticism the media won't lodge because the media is is saying he shouldn't have shut off travel even in the eleventh hour from Europe. But our contention is he should have shut it off before. So this is what Rich said. A foreign threat emanating from China and requiring border controls and exercise of government power to protect Americans has arrived in the United States. Yet President Donald Trump spent the initial weeks minimizing the threat and talking of it magically disappearing, despite being a nationalist who has long emphasized the importance of borders and the danger of China. I mean, this is what really bothered us. I'm glad he mentions this. One might think the coronavirus would activate Trump's defensive instincts at least as much as supposedly problematic immigrants and Chinese-made products do. Instead, the same Trump, who in 2015 famously urged a total and complete shutdown of Muslims coming to the United States until we could go figure out what is going on, has largely tried to shrug off the dangers of a new disease, the risks of which are still not fully known. The president struck a more sober tone in his Oval Office address, but many of his supporters have adopted his initial attitude, seeking to provide him political cover and reacting against a perpetually hostile media. They've resorted to every possible argument to dismiss the threat of coronavirus. It's just like the flu, old people die, the swine flu killed more people. And so, what is supposed to be a populist nationalist movement is reacting foolishly to what otherwise would be a natural populist nationalist issue. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying we panic, but I'm just saying. A lot of what goes on proves our point. The same way we said with the Pensacola shooting, it proved the president's point on shutting down certainly visas to have military training on our bases from the Middle East. But but widely, we should have shut it down. We should have armed soldiers on bases, which we're not doing. And the president just totally agreed to continue this stuff, which is bizarre. Same thing here. This is a perfect opportunity to push his agenda that he campaigned on shutting down these visas from china shutting down immigration from china and just in generally orienting our economic and foreign policy against china instead he dismissed it it was dumb again this doesn't absolve the media of their evil intention of basically sowing panic just to fight trump but trump could have jujitsu that Larry Larry uh, continues here it is China the country that Trump supporters rightly want the U.S. to be more suspicious of and less reliant on that gave the world the coronavirus surely this is more damaging than say putting together iPhones it is borders that are the first line of defense both within countries and between them relatedly it is globalization and increased interconnectedness that have been a key vector for the spread of the virus. It is the so called deep state, the vast apparatus that runs the federal bureaucracy, that played a big role in botching the initial
1: testing here. So, there you go.
0: It is global supply chains that have increased the vulnerability of the U.S. if the virus runs out of control, with China manufacturing a large share of the medicines for the U.S. and other countries, beginning to hold onto the masks and protective gear they make.
1: So, um,. I think he makes a terrific point.
0: Again, I, I think to the extent he botched it, it was on that point. Instead, he's just going to play catch up. Now we' going to say, all right, Democrats, you're right. You're right. I don't want to look like I'm not responding. So however many tens of billions of dollars you want to throw at welfare, let's do it. No, it's not too late for Trump to give a borders China message, a deregulation on healthcare message. He's touched on some of that. But this is what we need to push in Congress. There is no doubt about it. No doubt
1: about it. So um,
0: that is essentially where we are. Look, we're going to cover this and other issues. We're not going to forget about other issues. We never do. Still working on that Facebook page. And look, maybe that's a good way for us to just share advice as a community of people who are like-minded, share values, the key thing is to pray to God. To pray to God certainly that the danger subsides, but also just economically, that the danger of, of these people who stumble in the way of God's straight path are defeated by those who actually walk righteously in God's path. Have a safe and terrific weekend. Enjoy your family time. Treasure our moments with with our kids. We'll be back here, same time, same place, on Monday.